Legs 11, day 11 here at Sumo Manichi. I'm Amy, I'm here with Dave. We are talking sumo and we're going to cover all the action for you today. And I was getting on with my work today, just had a little, little flick through Twitter and I saw some news. Some very, very big news. Yokozuna Kakuryu has announced his retirement. A moment. A moment. A moment. Um, huge. I mean, you know, we, we've spent a lot of time speculating, as most of the sumo world has been speculating, about his long-term viability in the sport and especially at that Yokozuna position. I, I think the most puzzling thing for me isn't that it's happened, but more why today? Yeah, why today is a great question. Um, I don't know if it's a an anniversary of something or if he wanted to time it so there was some hype for the end of the basho and, you know, he could sort of do a press conference and then straight after. Maybe the heat was taken off. Maybe he wanted to do it during so that it took the heat off a little bit. I don't get the yeah. feeling he's a guy who's always wanting to be in the spotlight. Or do you just wake up one morning and go, I've had it. Yeah. I've had enough. I want to smile again. Yeah. I want to get my hair cut. I want to wear a suit. Yeah, we're going to go we're going to get to see suit Kakuryu. He's going to drop the weight, we were saying. He's going to be spelt. Yeah, I no think time. he will. Um, you know, we've had the privilege of seeing him win you show. Uh, we saw a couple of great ones in 2018. Yeah. And no mean feat for him to win. I think it was a total of how many you show? A uh, six. six. Yeah. And it was two in a row in 2018. Right. Yeah. And, you know, this happened during Huckahall's reign. Uh, so he's, you know, I mean, he's been overshadowed very much by Huckahall as the, you know, the, the second Yokozuna, but has still had an incredible career. Um, and, you know, we've seen him beat Huckahall on a, on a number of occasions. I really like him. I like him too, and I yeah. feel like um, both of us um, have been educators at some point in our career, and I see him a little bit as an educator. Like I feel like he's got a um, a friendship and a, a love for other people, and um, I think he's going to be a good oyakata if that's the way he goes, which he, it sounds like it is. Yeah, he will be a brilliant oyakata. So his entry into sumo has an interesting story, though. Yes, such a lovely story. He, uh, at 14 years old, decided to devote himself to sumo because he'd seen a couple of his Mongolian countrymen on the TV while he was in Mongolia. So that was Kyoku Tenho and Kyoku Shuzan. And he was like, oh, I like the look of this sport. It looks cool. And so he um, he wrote a letter saying, I'd like to do sumo and I'd like to be in a stable. Got a friend to translate it into Japanese, sent it to various stables. And Izutsu stable said, yeah, come to Japan, hop on a, hop on a plane. Isn't that wild? <laughs> and he was seven, 65 kilograms when he did that tiny little kakuri. We've seen amazing photos of him when he is young and, yeah, he's very lithe. He looks like a real teenager, you know, how you can really see sort of, you know, a little bit of, well, there probably wasn't much delinquency actually in his teenage years, but, you know, a little bit of just being a boy. He looks so much younger. Obviously, I mean, that's a silly thing to say. And I think one of the interesting things about Kakuryu that unlike, say, someone like uh, Hakuhol, he doesn't come from Mongolian wrestling lineage. He was the first in the family to go, I'm going to do this. Mm. And up until that point when he was 14, he was very much into basketball, apparently. Yes, which we've seen when he hit that sweet three-pointer uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, 
which is still my favourite Kakuryu memory. Yeah, actually. it's a gif now. You can get it as a gif on Twitter. I mean, Thank you. Yeah, wearing a yukata just nails it. Yeah. Uh, and then just walks away like it's nothing. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so after he joined the stable, he was uh, my Zumo in 2001. Wow. So he's been in Zumo for, for ages. He became Yokozuna in 2014, as you said, six uh, six U show. One was as Ozeki. That was the one who that got him promoted to Yokozuna. The rest is Yokozuna and... Uh, just a great career. I've seen some people saying they're sad that he went out like that. I, I don't see it that way at all. I think injury is normal um, as, you know, somebody who's in my 40s. I, you know, I start to feel my body changing and I don't think that going out of a sport due to injury um, is is really any problem. I mean, sure, you would have loved to have a last you show or a last great showing, but if it can't happen, it doesn't, to me, no. diminish anything about his Absolutely career. Absolutely not. No, I think this is the way that Yokozuna will continue to go out in the modern era. They they will stay there for as long as they can until the injuries catch up. Yeah, going out in a blaze of glory is really a fairy tale, I think. And as you said, it took him 13 years to get to Yokozuna. That's a lot of stress on your body. Mm. And then for him to be able to perform there for so long. Uh, it's incredible. Yeah, and maybe you then say, okay, you should have <clears throat> dropped out, should have retired sooner. I don't see that either uh, because he won not. a U show in 2020 yeah. in March. Yeah, when he did show up, yeah. he showed up. Yeah, and he's finally, you know, he's admitted he's feeling that it's not right for him anymore. He's taken time to make that decision because that's the other big thing. You don't want to make a decision like that lightly. That's that's the end of your active sports career. You're moving on to another phase. Yeah. You want to take time and to look, think about that. You know what it's like getting up on a Wednesday. You're like, oh, <laughs> the weekend's so far away. <laughs> um, he didn't want to do it anymore. <clears throat> can I ask, with Kakuri retiring, where does that leave Hakuhon now? Yeah. As well, the only Yokozuna left. Yeah, well, not only that, where does it leave the rest of them? Because every so often I find myself um, not being able to go to sleep because I get too worried about Takakesho becoming a Yokozuna too early. Well, this was a while ago, not so much anymore, but, you know, becoming a Yokozuna at 23 and then being out of sumo by 27 or something like that. So mm. where does it leave Hakuhol was the question. I mean, he's, he's, if he can recover from these knees, I think he'll he'll do a little bit more and I think he would be happy to be the final Yokozuna retiring. I think he would be happy to do it after Kakuryu. So you don't think there's any obligation for him to carry that Yokozuna torch until someone is ready? Um, I think that he would have pressure. Yeah. Yeah. You can have no Yokozuna. That was, you can. That was one of my questions. Uh, it hasn't happened very often. No, but uh, um, obviously... That's fine, but Hakuho is a very, he takes it very seriously, mm. that mantle. Mm. Uh, and is he comfortable with leaving that? Yeah, that well, gap I, would think, <laughs> I would think probably not. I mean, he'll ride on a high of something to do with the Olympics, presumably, but can you come back from this kind of surgery and having it twice? Again, I think the realities, if anyone can do it, Number one, Hakuho can. I was just going to say that. <laughs> and I think he may well give it a shot. I mean, there was a false report going around that he had said he was going to retire after July. That's not true. That was a acknowledged as a misreading of some Japanese. So fake he, news. Fake news. Jeez, got to be careful. Read your Japanese careful. properly, says me, who can say five words. Um, yeah, so he may well keep giving it a shot. As yep. to whether he feels obliged, I mean, probably. But, yeah, then we've got Asanayama, we've got Shodai, we've got Takakesho, we've got Terunofuji, we've got Takayasu. So you just listed people who aren't ready for the Yokozuna role. Sorry, Takanosho. Yeah. 
So we go into day 11 with this Kakuryu news hanging over us like a cloud. What better than to cut through that uh, atmosphere than some Jurio? Yeah, absolutely. Well, even before Jurio. Well, before Jurio, RB1 today. It's both him and Toki Sake on six wins. He'll be keen to pick up that final one. We'll see in the next few days. So I didn't see this bout today, but you said that he didn't really have any trouble. No, no trouble. He sort of just moved his opponent round and pushed him out. Nothing too flashy, but a, a solid win, I would yeah, call it. That's fine. <laughs> and yes, yeah, so Juryu, Tohakuryu, he picked up the win, surprisingly, against Nishiki Fuji. That's his third win. He's three and eight. Nishiki Fuji, four and seven. Nishikigi next locked up with Yago for ages and then plopped him down for a Skuinage beltless arm throw win. Nishikigi five and six, Yago three and eight. Takagenji looking good with some Tsupari taking Chino Umi back to the edge and over. He's seven and four looking for that Kachikoshi to come up tomorrow. Chiona Umi is five and six. Jokoryu overpowered Hakuyozan and then ran halfway up the Hanamichi <laughs> after his victory. Come back, Jokoryu. He moves to five and six. Hakuyozan still stuck at seven and four. Mitoryu ran out of room against a very spirited Ichi Yamamoto. Ichi Yamamoto now is seven and four. And Mitoryu, with that loss, four seven, rode to Kachikoshi for him. Azamaru dominated a tired-looking Bushozan. That's the way I saw it anyway. Azamaru 7-4, uh, Bushozan is 5-6. and six. Oh, I want Bushozan to stay in Jurio so bad. There's something I think about these Makushta guys coming up for their first Jurio. Suddenly you're fighting 15 days in a row, you start to see them get tired. Yes. And we're yes. seeing that from Bushozan. Or as we call him, Bushohozan. Bushohozan. <laughs> <laughs> Takakento on the advance against Chirinoumi. Much flailing arms ends in Chirinoumi flying off the doyo. Takakento with that win six and five. And Chirinoumi is four and seven. Enho, well, well, well. We've really seen some stuff from Enho today. Uh, was no exception. He got underneath Sadnaumi, and despite Sadnaumi trying with all his might to get Enho down, Enho flipped him over. They fell together. The Gyoji gave it to Enho. Amonui was called where they all basically said how much they loved his Uchari, <laughs> which is like a backwards pivot throw. And it was called Gunbai Dori. The result stood. It was very close. Yeah, the replay did look very close. I'm glad they let it go this way, though. Well, we were glad because Kajikoshi for Enho. It's a relief for him. It's a relief for us. Um, and it's a relief for his stable. Sadanumi is five and six. I'm not sure I did that one whole justice. Go and watch it. It was a really cool move from him. He's done he's done a lot of different his, uh, this time. Oh, he, his basho has been incredible. <laughs> it really made us question, can we give a technique prize to a Juria Rikishi? Mm. He deserves it. He does. He's one with a different technique every day of the eight days. Incredible. And we've seen some spectacular sumo from him. Shohozan wraps his arms around Chionoo and busies him out with a fair engage of the stomach, not something you usually see with Shohozan. He's six and five, Chionoo seven, four. Well, it was good to see Ura back from, was it one day off? Of uh, two, I think. Two days off yep. from injury. And he was fighting Chiyomaru today. We saw a game of cat and mouse. Ura trying to go low. Uh, Mr. Sumo defending, but in the end, there's some big thrusts from Chiyomaru that were just too much. He blew Ura out. That's Kachikoshi for yes. Chiyomaru. 8-3, Ura 
Ura with that loss moves to six wins, four losses and one day off. Kyoko Taisei kept Daisho Maru on the back foot to pick up the win. He's 6-5. Unfortunately, Makakoshi for Daisho Maru. He's 3-8. Wakamoto Haruhi slipped at the touchy eye, handing Ishiura an easy win for Kachikoshi. That's 8-3 for Ishiura. Wakamoto Haru is 6-5, denying us on day 11 of the double-double brother win. Double-double <laughs> brother win. Aqua and Kyoku Shuho get on the belt and it soon <laughs> becomes apparent that Aqua is slowly untying Kyoku Shuho's <laughs> oh mawashi God. at the back. After a few seconds, he's the knot has come undone. I don't think he's untying it on purpose. The knot has come undone and he's just holding in his fist the end <laughs> Um, Kyoku Shuho's Mawashi. The Gyoji stops proceedings. So he, to do this, he taps them both on the back and says, stop and wait. He retied Kyoku Shuho's Mawashi, slaps the boys on the back again to get started. He also gave, yeah, I was gonna say, he gave Aquas a little tug as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> Make sure that's, uh, that's also fine. But poor old Kyokushuho now has uh, Aqua on the belt again and it's still loose. Like despite the retying, I think it's just the whole thing's a bit wrong now. And I can't help think but that Kyokushuho was was quite put off his sumo at that point and Aqua pushed him out. But it's just interesting. It's not something you see very often, that stop for the retie. Sumo just throws something new at you every day. <laughs> this was bizarre. Yeah, it was <laughs> It was pretty funny. Poor old Kyokus. He's four and seven. He's RTK and Aqua six and five. The final bout of Jurio, Tokushoryu. He couldn't decide if he wanted to hug or slap it out here, but he did both and it resulted in a win either way against Chiotori, Tokushoryu and MNW. Much needed win. He's three and eight, Chiotori five and six. Well, let's look at the Jurio leaderboards. On eight wins, we have Ishiura. Chiyomaru and Enho. Mm. So two small boys and, and a big Jurio, boy. And that's two, three and four. Ah, beautiful. Um, and one win behind, we've got four people. We've got Azamaru, Hakuyozan, Takagenji and Ichiyamamoto. So, oh boy, Jurio is heating up. Yeah, it's actually going to be really good going through to Sunday. Let's move on to the top division, Makuchi. The first bout of the day was Hidenumi and Chiyoshoma. A flurry of thrusting attacks here before Chiyoshoma locked up on the belt. Hidenumi just shook this grip off easily. He spun Chiyoshoma towards the bales and powered him out. Yorikiri, uh, solid win for Hidenumi. Yeah, he's seven and four. He's really good at that arm lock. Um, he's used it a couple of times now. Chiyoshoma is five and six. I think he's doing good sumo. He's done well. Hidenumi? No, Chiyoshoma. Oh, sure. Hidenumi, Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Teretsuyoshi came up against Kaisei and he really slaps into his bulk and doesn't get much further. In fact, he gets driven back and out. It's another day, second day in a row of no cool moves from Teretsuyoshi. We're watching with our binoculars, but he couldn't pull it off today. Although he did try a twist, but it didn't work. Yeah, I thought Kaisei handled the smaller opponent uh, well today mm. after losing to Hoshoryu the day before. Solid stuff from Kaisei. Six and five. This is an interesting basho for him. Mm. Hmm. He sort of just slipped by. Yeah, but he's he's doing solid sumo, but somehow he's lost five. Yeah. Teretsuyoshi is on the same score, six and five. Yutakiyama up against Aoyama next. Aoyama went high and hard against Yutakiyama out of the touchy eye, but... Yutakiyama gave as good as he got here. 
Aoyama then moved in close. They both tried to establish belt dominance, and then they moved into a stalemate here, both uh, leaning in against each other. Aoyama quickly transitioned into an arm hold, and he swung Yutakiyama towards the bales. And while Yutakiyama managed to survive this scare, Aoyama didn't need a second invitation, and he moved in to clean this one up, Oshitawashi. Heartbreaking for Yutakiyama. He walked out so slowly. He always walks out, walks out pretty slowly, but he was really, I don't know if he felt worse than usual. Um, oh, he was in this one. I mean, and now with he's moved to 4-7. This is a loss he did not want. No, especially not at Maegashira 15. Oy. His RTK Aoyama is one off Kachikoshi. He's 7-4. and four. Akisayama up against Tsurugisho. Tsurugisho came in quickly. He got his left hand on Akisayama's belt, swung him around and across the doyo and Akisayama stepped out. Fairly perfunctory win here from Tsurugisho. I was, I was surprised by Tsurugisho's speed at the touch. Yeah, he right was here. fast. He was fast. I think it caught... Akisayama and myself completely off Well, guard. it wasn't one of Akisayama's best touch yards either. Uh, I mean, yeah. he usually doesn't do a, a whole lot. He sort of just stands up and presents a wall, but <laughs> um, he, yeah, it wasn't his quickest one. No, it wasn't. And have we said the scores? Tsurugisho, six and five. Akisayama, five and six. The next bout of the day was Chinakuni up against Dayamami. Chinakuni looked good out of the touchy eye. He was attacking Dayamami, but Dayamami looked good on defense here. Chinakuni couldn't get through. Chinakuni changed tact. He grabbed the arm of Dayamami and swung him around towards the bales, but he actually ran out of doyo here and he put his foot over the Tawara in the process. This was given Oshidashi, but I certainly didn't see this as a push-out win for Dayamami. No, it was from a, a weird angle. Mm. Um and all we want Chinakuni oh. to do is his own brand of sumo. He's he, stalled here, hasn't he? He's Losing yesterday. two days. Yeah, lost mm. yesterday, lost today. Um, maybe he can't push at the moment. I mean, we know he injured his thumb. We know he's he's had a lot of injuries over the years and, you know, they sort of plague him at different moments. But he's pulled big pulls twice in a row now that haven't worked. I see this as a problem of the mind rather than the body. Mm. There's just a different uh, approach that he's taking. I'm confident that he'll he'll finish it off tomorrow. <laughs> I, I don't so. know who he's got, but I, I've got a feeling. I should say that this actually might have worked if he didn't step out. It was a really weird loss yeah. of ring sense from yeah, him as well. Yeah, you're right. So he was backing off and he put his foot so far back that his foot just, there was no slipping on the tyre or anything. His yeah. foot just planted straight out. And then he did the... The kind of pulling. Yeah, move. it's like he didn't realise, did he, that he stepped over? Yeah, which would have worked if he's footed. Well, maybe not because he wouldn't have been on the same angle, but you know what I mean? It wasn't the worst move to try, I don't yeah. think. Mm. Chinakuni, 7 4 now. Daimami moves to 6 and 5. Large Daimami. Kotoeko up against Tobizaru. There was a break from Tobizaru. He's uh, feeling it, wants to get at the sumo. The start of this bout was, as you might expect, thrusts and quick movement, but then Tobizaru came in closer, got his arms around Kotoeko. Kotoeko here went for the belt. Tobizaru used his hips to wiggle away a few times, but eventually Kotoeko was able to land the hole, hold. He takes Tobizaru to the edge and it looked finished from here, but never at the moment, at least, to give up on Tobizaru. <laughs> he twists over backwards, drags Kotoeko past his body and down to the ground. A super cool Tsukiyotoshi thrust down win. 
Miracle on the Bales. <laughs> he looked toast here, Toby Zadu. That's his biography title. How, how did he do it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, Kotoeko moved really well to put Toby Zadu into this position, but boy... I don't know. Did you did you love Toby Zaru's face afterwards? Yes, and then he did a brilliant smile. It was a Toby Zaru of old, not the sort of I'm concentrating, I'm not allowed to do facial expressions. Yeah. I'm not allowed to do the heart with my arms anymore. Oh, my God, he should have busted that out. Yeah. <laughs> he, he just couldn't help himself. He's such a, a joyous character that he just smiled. And he's better when he's feeling his sumo. Yeah. Huge win just because of what happened out on the dirt, but this is his kachikoshi. Fantastic. So Maegashira 8, super important for him. We are now only one win away from double brother Kachikoshi. Oh, that'd Hidden be Umi's lovely. on seven wins. Come on, Hidden Umi. Come on, Hidden Umi. Don't let us down. Kotoweko with that loss is on five and six. Kodnawaka up against Ryuden. Two Rikishi not having the best of times, this basho. It was the softest of touchy eyes. It was slow, wasn't it? It was very it's slow. Still- very gentle. Ryudin moves in, gets on the belt, and just shuffles a listless Kodnawaka over the pails. I mean, this was pretty sad. Yeah, Kodnawaka Makakoshi. Not sure what's wrong with him. I wondered if he would go Kujo now he got his Makakoshi. Because if there's something big, there's, he's got various tapes around the, the places. Um, I think if he's just not feeling it, then he has to keep going, but... You know, I, it just crossed my mind. Maybe there's, we'll see there's something out. very, very wrong in the way he's moving. Ryudin, I mean, that's his fifth win now. He's five, six. It's a surprise. <laughs> um, who knows? Maybe Kachikoshi is in his future. Midori Fuji and Kagiyaki. Kagiyaki got under Midori Fuji's armpits and drove him straight back and then kind of to the side. And from here, Midori Fuji kind of fell over and Kagiyaki was given the um, Oshitoshi pushdown win. When I didn't see this the first time, but on the replay, it looks like his right leg buckles. At, and at the time, I didn't really think, even watching the replay, I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, oh, he's got his ankle on a weird angle or something. But then walking out, he was limping, wasn't he? He looked really, really bad. And it was obvious that it was the ankle or foot, I mm. thought, with the way he was carrying himself. Mm. Uh, when he, he made his way down the Hanamichi, his... Tsukibito was there, gave him a little bit of support. I wouldn't say a lot of support. I think he, he needed more support. He needed. Tsukibito was standing too far away from mm. him and he was trying to lean on him and he's like, come Hopefully back Hopefully it here. wasn't a social distancing thing because that's when you want your Tsukibito like at your side you helping to, you. Yeah, he needed to be helped out. He needed to be help, helped walk. Yeah, he did. He really did. He couldn't put a lot of weight through it. It was very nice to see though uh, Amanishiki there. Mm-hmm. To give Midori Fuji a few words of encouragement. Yeah, that was lovely. Uh, but I didn't like the look of this. He looked in bad shape. Hopefully, this isn't the end of his basho. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're right. After we looked at the replay, after seeing that he was injured, that did look like he really crumpled down on yes, that ankle. Yeah, something went to the wrong yeah. side. Or... So, I mean, Kagiaki, he got a win, but we're not really thinking about that. <laughs> Kagiaki still on the road to Kachikoshi at 4 7. Midori Fuji with that loss is now on the road to Kachikoshi. He's four and seven. I think I'd be surprised if we saw him tomorrow. Yeah, it didn't look good. Didn't look good. Next up, Tochinoshin and Chiyotaryu. Well, this was an easy one. It was a slap fest, then Tochinoshin pushed forward, pulled down. Chiyotaryu got Chiyotaryu'd. Chiyotaryu became the Chiyotairi. <laughs> Hataki Komi win for Tochinoshin. 
<laughs> yeah, good on you touching a shin. He's four and seven. He's on the road. There's a few guys trudging trudging down there, aren't there? We do have a few uh, people on the road, but they're going okay today. How do you picture the road? It's dusty. Yeah, same. It's a wasteland. It's a wasteland. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, barbed wire fences, you know, coyotes howling. Yeah, me too. And like just spindly, like almost dead trees, but yeah. only a few and just a rocky like moonscape. It's not a good road. Yeah. Wow. That's bleak. But Tochinoshin's still on it and there is light at the end of the tunnel. He's four and seven. Chiatari with that loss, five and six. Hoshori up against Okanumi and here we are absolutely treated again to a fantastic victory. It's very similar to Tobizaru's. Who won? Well, I'll tell you. They went body to body. Hoshori's left arm is in around Okanumi. Okanumi had a left and then a right hand grip as well, but it's Hoshori who absorbs the charge and flips Okanumi over his shoulder on the Toara. It was a Skuinage beltless arm throw. I think somehow this was more unbelievable than Tobizaru's. <laughs> Another miracle on the bales. Hoshoryu is a true genius at sumo, <laughs> and I think we saw it today. He had nothing in this. Okanumi was powering forward, had both hands on the belt as well. And just Hoshoria's movement was so quick and so decisive. I mean, I, I could watch this over and over. Yeah. It's funny, when, once you get up to Ozeki, everyone's like, oh, you've got to do the, you know, this kind of forward sumo right from the start and you can't be taken to the edge and stuff like this. But down here, we're just like, yeah, flip him on the edge. Oh, look, I mean, it's not... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's not ideal for people like Tobizaru or Hoshori to find themselves in this position. But when they do, why not go for it? Why not? And it's so fun to watch. It makes sumo really fun um, around the middle here. Hoshori, he's seven and four. Only one more. Come on, mate. Okanumi, he's three and eight. Meisei up against Ichinojo next. Ichinojo, he looks sharp out of the touchy eye here. But Meisei, after the initial charge, recovered well. Ichinojo grabbed the arm of Meisei and swung him to the middle of the doyo. But again, Meisei recovers. This time, though, he landed both hands on the Ichinojo belt. Meisei hauls Ichinojo, but Ichinojo keeps his feet here. Meisei tries again. This time, he uses that belt grip to march Ichinojo across the doyo. And he gets him over the bales, Yoda Kitty. Yeah, he's in control here, Meisei. He used his spa day yesterday. Well... Magashira 3 beats Magashira 6, fair enough. Uh, Ichinojo started off well, but, yeah, there's some, seeing some flaws here and there. Yeah, I mean, he's flagging a little. I still think what we're seeing overall is positive uh, sumo mm. from him. So, yeah, he needs a few more wins, though. Yep, he's 6 and 5, may say 7 and 4 again. Come on, mate. <laughs> Damawashi. Up against Wakataka Kage, and Tamawashi comes out at Wakataka Kage's throat. Wakataka Kage takes the assault, and it's quite an assault. He is absolutely going for him. But then he lowers his head, he gets in close to Tamawashi, and it's all he needs to take him backwards. Tamawashi tries to pull Wakataka Kage backwards with the arm and get out of the way, but he can't, and Tamawashi is out. You, you are so right. Watching the replay, Wakataka Kage absolutely copped it yeah. <laughs> early in this one. Big smacks. So resilient and um, amazing that he could keep himself in this one long enough to, to counter. Um, he continues in his good form, moving to seven and four. 
Tamawashi with that loss is five and six. Yeah, he's one of the most stable joy uh, in this Basho Wakataka Kage looking good. Joy is the right word. Next <laughs> bout of the day, Maigashiro won. Takara Fuji up against Shimanumi, who was fresh off that very, very big win against Terenda Fuji yesterday. It was a solid bump at the touchy eye before a long segment of arm battles here. They locked up for a long time down low before Takara Fuji moved to an arm grab and he flung Shimanumi around his body. Shimanumi bounced back though, they lock up, arms in tight here. This time, though, it was Takara Fuji who initiated. He destabilised Shimano Umi's feet and then he drove in hard, picking up the Oshidashi win. Yeah, he could get away from Terana Fuji, Shimano Umi, but couldn't get away from Takara <laughs> Fuji. Takara Fuji heard you talking about a performance review, I think. He's yeah, like, yeah. No, no, I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm right back on the job. Well, after he won this, I'm like, phew, it's his third win. And then I looked and I was like, Oh, no, it's Tucker Fuji's second Only win. Only second. Yeah. He's 2-9. So we're seeing signs of improvement, though. He's doubled his wins. Signs of life. Shimanumi is 3-8. and eight. Onosho up against Daiesho. This was explosive sumo at the Tachiai, actually. They rebound off each other once and then again and again, a flurry of arms. Onosho aggressive, but maybe a little bit too much because Daiesho was able to um, push him to the side once, step out of the way and then thrust him uh, down as he went past. Okay, Daiesho won. Yeah. That's fine. Yep, yep. I think there's a lot to talk about in Onosho post-loss here. He looked really disappointed. And frustrated. And frustrated. Now, that's quite interesting because he got his makakoshi yesterday. He's going to cop a big slide from Maigashira 1. I thought it was so good to see that this still mattered to him yeah. and that he still believed he could beat Daisho yeah. and still believed he should have done better. Yeah. I thought these are great signs for Onosho. It is a good sign for him. I mean, he, he has been up there. He's been in Sanyaku and, you know, he had this sort of meteoric rise. Yeah. and So... It's you're absolutely right. It is good that he still believes in himself. That he's seen some um, troubled times. He has seen some troubled times, and we've spoken about this before. But I think it speaks to his maturity. Mm. So I was mm. really encouraged by that. We can't take away from the facts, though. The fact is, with that loss, he's two and nine. <laughs> Both Maigashira ones on the same score. Absolute disaster. Komasubi Daisho. Let's focus a little on him. Powerful performance again today. That's five wins in a row. So he's gone from one and five to six and five. <laughs> and he is relieved about that, I'm sure. I'm sure he is. Next bout of the day, Hokuto Fuji and Komasubi Mitakumi. There was an eerie silence that fell in the Kokugikan as they settled and got ready to go. Did you notice this? I didn't. There was something about it. I, I, I couldn't tell. I know it's quite quiet anyway, but it just felt extra it's still. B- because people um, are always really keen to see what Hokuto Fuji is going to do. I think there was a little bit of anticipation, mm. but there's also fear, oh, which yeah. I think is the right thing. Fear of being splattered with blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, they weren't disappointed. There was a huge crash at the touchy eye, but it was Hokuto Fuji who got in close. He slammed a hand under the chin of Mitakumi and drove back. Mitakumi, he looked rocked here. He had nothing and he was taken back easily over the bales. Oshidashi win for Hokuto Fuji. Yay. Well, the crowd loved that. Uh, Mitaki Yumi has the winning record uh, against in this matchup. And the last four times that he's fought Hokuto Fuji, he's won. So this is really Hokuto Fuji wow. getting back at him and saying, I'm in good form, which I think he is at seven and four. Yes. At Magashira 2, where, you know, the ones, as you commented, have failed. Um, he went body to body. 
wasn't afraid of that. It was a great idea, I thought, because he was lower and he got that really good neck hold and mm. Mitakumi just couldn't push back. So great stuff from Hokuto Fuji. Yes. He moves to seven and four, Komasubi, Mitakumi, five, six. I don't know if we need to say anything there. It's pure Mitakumi. It's pretty Mitakumi. He'll get his eight wins, I'm confident. Probably. <laughs> he'll, he'll go seven, eight or eight, seven. Sekiwake, Terunofuji, after his loss yesterday when he stalked down the Hanamichi and out refusing to talk to anyone in an interview on the way out, and fair enough. He comes up against Sekiwake Takanosho. Um, the matchup against these two is interesting as well. Uh, zero four, Takanosho's way. Yeah, we couldn't believe this when oh, we looked it up. Surprising. Yeah. They fought each other at really weird times as well. So they were in Jurio together twice and then they came up to Makuchi one together. Uh, yeah. Maegashira Ma- uh, one together. That's right. And yeah. then they was, uh, now they're Sekiwake together. Yeah. Um, straight at the Tachi Eye, Terunofuji grabbed Takanosho's right arm, straight out of it. Takanosho stood up. Terunofuji was latched onto his arm already. He hauled him to the other side of the doyo, grabbed the back of Takanosho's belt from the side and bundled him straight out. It was over in a flash. This was perfect sumo from Terunofuji. It almost looked like this was planned and executed. I think it, it must have been. Well, I. It's either that or Terunofuji reacted so quickly to yeah. this, you know, microscopic opening. Mm. Yeah. Takanosho, again, he looked disappointed here. Mm. He tried to recover, but it was just yeah. so quick. You know, he he did turn around. He didn't get pushed straight out. Ternofuji had to come back at him and he but tried to sort of flip him to the side, but it was it was, it was too hard. There's no miracle on the bales when Terunofuji's coming at you <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, the great news is that's Kachikoshi for Terunofuji. So after a really strong start, uh, a few losses for him, Uh so I think that takes him to 32 wins over the last three Basho. Okay. So another, I still think he's going to need double digits here to put this beyond doubt. Mm. Um, and if he gets double digits, he probably starts to, you know, play into the youth show race possibly as well. Yes, good point. Yeah. Could exactly. he do it without winning a youth show here? Get to get Ozeki? Well, yeah, yeah mathematically. I think mm. he had, what's the number? I think he had 20... Three, yeah, twenty-three wins see. coming into this, and what's the magic number? 33. 30, 33, yeah. something like that. But it's not hard and fast. But no doubt we'll see a couple more wins for him. But great to see him pick up his kachikoshi at Sekiwake. He's eight and three. Takanosho six and five. Up next, a very very big bout for <laughs> day eleven. Ozeki Shodai up against Komasubi Takiyasu, who is currently leading the Yusho race. Get your buckets ready, kids. Takiyasu, he took a long time to settle here. He really made Shodai wait. They go, charged into an arm lock, both working hard to find an opening. This one is high paced. At this point of the bout, I've got tears in my eyes. I wipe them away. I can see that they've gone body to body. Takiyasu snags a left hand on the belt of Shodai. But Shodai cleverly punishes the overextension that Takiyasu had to do to grab that belt, and he swung him down to the dirt. A Tsukiyotoshi thrust down win for Shodai. How did you see this one? Oh, I was just so torn with this. I haven't felt this way in a basho for a while, actually, this... Um, Invested. Investment in Takiyasu. Mm. And I really haven't wanted to talk about it too much, and I, yeah, I, still, no. <laughs> I still can't really talk about it as much as I... I feel like I need to at some point in therapy. But, um, yeah, and I love Shodai as well. So 
I was talking about the towels, you know, if I was there, whose towel am I holding up at this point? And I, uh, as I said, I think I was really keen for Takiyasu to get the win, but there was no doubt that Shodai Sumo was much more decisive today. His touchy eye was better. He was always in a better position. I did think that Takiyasu was just finding a grip when Shodai yeah. was able to swing him down. So he just locked onto Shodai's belt. And I think if he had have been able to do that earlier, yeah, he could have done something with it, obviously. And That's not the question, though. <laughs> no. And I think, I mean, the interesting thing about this, this was so big for Takiyasu because if he won today, I think it would have been a lot easier for him to secure this huge mm. show. This was a big one, mm. especially a win against Nozeki. But Having said that as well, um, Shodai is the highest person now, the last remaining highest rank that yeah. he has to fight. So now Takiyasu, he hasn't fought Takanosho. He hasn't fought Wakataka Kage or Miyogiryu or his opponent tomorrow who is Hokuto Fuji. So Hokuto Fuji tomorrow, over the next few days, presumably yeah. definitely Takonosho, which is no easy, yeah. easy one. But then starting to go a bit lower, although having said that, Wakataka Kage is yeah, in great form. Great form. I think Miyogiryu isn't having the best run but can surprise you. Yeah, so I think you're absolutely right in that Today, if he had have beat Shorty, it just would have been yeah. like a real relaxed one. Not relaxed in that he's not going to try anymore, but relaxes in that buffer would still be there. Yeah, you, you could win a sorry, you could lose a freak one against Miyogiri, mm. and it's not the end of your Yusho race. Because now he's got Terana Fuji. We haven't heard about all of the bouts yet, but he's got Terana Fuji behind him. He's got Toby Zara behind him. Yeah. Sure, yeah, that's fine. Um, I felt sad, but I felt really happy for Shota. I thought his sumo was much, much better. So he's six and five and Takeyasu nine, two. Takakeisho, or Zeki Takakeisho, Karabana Zeki Takakeisho, up against Magashira for Kirabiyama. And I thought Kirabiyama put an, up an okay fight here. It was a good touchy eye. He tried to move a little bit on the edge, but Takakeisho's thrusts were working today. He's seven, four now, Takakeisho, only one away from rescuing himself. Kirabiyama, another rikishi who tries to take Takakeisho on at his own game and yeah. loses. Why do people do this? I don't know. He didn't probably didn't need to because he's he's clever, Kirabiyama. He can do a few things. Yeah, I, I the mean, sides. he lasted a little longer than most people doing this style of sumo, sumo which is just taking Takakeisho on with like the thrusting uh, attack. But yeah, unfortunately, Kirabiyama, road to Kachikoshi now. After what I would consider quite a solid basho for mm. him, uh, he's four and seven. As you said, Takakeisho, seven, four, one win away from retaining his Ozeki rank. That brings us to the final bout of the day. Maegashira four, Myogiryu up against Ozeki Asunayama. Asunayama came forward confidently here, grabbed the upper body of Myogiryu, threw his weight in behind and just powered Myogiryu across the bales. Yorikiri. Yeah, big win for Asanayama. Looked powerful, looked strong. He's eight and three. So he moves to this uh, this pack as well with Terunofuji and Tobizaru. That Chianakuni has also dropped off. And Miyogiryu is five and six. Yeah, so the leaderboard, as I mentioned, Takiyasu out one in front now instead of two. And then Asanayama, Terunofuji and Tobizaru. Huge. There's a pack of people on seven wins. It's probably worth mentioning them, actually. Yeah, because these people are mathematically still in it. Takakeisho, Hokuto Fuji, Wakatakakage, Meisei, Chinakuni, Hoshoryu, Aoyama, and Hidenumi. Yeah. So uh, I think there's a lot still to go in this basho. 
both brothers in the Yusho well, race. Could we see a playoff? <laughs> Double Who brother Yusho. <laughs> <laughs> so much good to go. Well, let's have a look at the bouts for tomorrow that are going to matter. Takiyasu takes on Hokuto Fuji. They are 7-7 seven, seven head-to-head. Oh, wow. Poor old Takiyasu. It is a rough couple of days for him. Asuniyama takes on Mitakumi. Tobi Zaru, again, just going back down the Torakumi. I haven't brought him up yet. <laughs> takes on Meisei. Oh, right. Uh, it's a 4-1 head-to-head Meisei's way. Well, they have brought him up because Meisei's Magashira 3 and he's 8. True. Looking at the other bouts in Sanyaku, Takakesho takes on Okanumi to, to try to secure that eighth win. Mm-hmm. Shodai takes on Takanosho. Terunofuji takes on Tamawashi. Uh, Wakataka Kage takes on Daesho. And let's, well, let's pick another one out. Kiribayama. Well, yeah, actually, who does Hidenumi have? Hidenumi takes on Chiyotairyu. Oh, yeah. In the fourth bout of the day, so still no respect. I know, that was less exciting than I thought it was going to be. Thanks for listening to day 11 of the Haru Basho. We'll see you tomorrow for day 12 for Friday and have a good one. Bye. Yeah.